they'll come up with the iPhone 14 and say, this is the best iPhone we ever made last year that we're remaking this year, but we're making it slightly better. Buy it for more money than last year. Oh, it comes with a bigger size too. This That's is our fastest, I, fastest iPhone we've ever made. And you're going <laughs> to love it. That's a really good impression, honestly. Actually, that sounded pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounded too good. Good morning. This is the greatest <laughs> iPhone we've ever made. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Tech Unlocked podcast, the podcast where we unlock the latest tech news, leaks, and rumors so you don't have to. I'm one of your hosts, Benji from Benami Tech, and I'm joined, as always, by my fellow co-host and partner in crime, Taylor from Mr. Smartwatch. And today we have yet another special guest. We have Alex from Eltic Tech Kakenio. I think I pronounced it right. Um, who's finally joining us on the show. I think we tried to schedule having you on a couple of times before, but schedules didn't really work out. But we've got you on now. Um, it's great to have you. And it's going to be great to have a, this conversation with you today. It'll be awesome. Well, thanks for having me here. All right. Well, today, ladies and gentlemen and other people uh we are going to be covering a number of different things so we've got we've got quite a bit of news compared to last week which is fun so we've got apple uh, problems with with apple employees leaving as always um, and going got, to an enemy and going company, to other companies yeah, you know to, going, you know going to the enemy going to the enemy who believes the future is something else which we'll talk about later um, <laughs> we've got more more information on the apple watch pro which will not be called I apple watch pro oh. refer to the last episode no not the last episode the one before of the tech unlocked podcast and you will find out why um why i'm so confident in this <laughs> and then yeah. uh, we've got some more apple car news because there always seems to be something about apple car at least once a month um, we've got iPhone 14 Pro uh, CPU um, leaks. Uh, skipping further down the list, we've got some Samsung stuff. We've got some uh, Samsung foldable juicy details. Um, and we're also going to be talking a little bit about Google optimizing some stuff for tablets and what that could mean. And then we may or may not have some questions for Alex, depending on, on time. Um, we can ask him on different opinions that he has in, in the tech space. So... To get the ball rolling here, uh, our first news story of the day is Apple chip expert leaves company to join, drum roll please, Samsung. Oh. <laughs> the company that we've literally, we literally reported on a couple <laughs> weeks that Samsung was going to divert from their creating their own chips for their smartphones kind of company to to like being like you know what let's throw everything in the garbage everything we've built built these last decade or whatever and we're gonna go and uh use snapdragons exclusively but apparently yeah. they may be taking a break from the whole from mm -hmm. the whole creating their own cpus because their cpus suck um so now that an apple chip expert is joining them maybe they'll actually stand a chance i don't think so but maybe what are your guys' Bruh. thoughts uh, first of all, Benji, bite your tongue, because <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's they'll like, probably get like saying, slightly better, but like, yeah, no. It's like saying Intel is going to catch up in the next two years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's not that, happening. Yeah, no, no. I think, you know what, everything in its place and uh, just, yeah, no. I can't, I can't even believe that somebody from Apple would go to Samsung. But 
I mean, I, I, I kind of get it. You know, things are kind of, um, do I even dare say better? Um, you know, so I don't know. Probably, but let's let's be real though here. He he probably got offered more money. True, true, exactly. Or he or he had a bad experience with the with Mister Cook. Right. Yeah, with Mister. <laughs> or or Craig or Craig accidentally opened the door to his room and he was like, <laughs> he was wor- he was working on some stuff. <laughs> he's like, oh, sorry. Just leaves. Oh, jeez. That's gonna be I interesting. Mean- I mean, leaving one company for another, I mean, I, I don't think it'll affect them. I mean, they're so big. Nah. I mean, they're, oh, they're, yeah, no. Doesn't, one leaves, whatever. If all of them leave now, we got a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Especially if like, the, main, the main people leave. Yeah. But there's someone in the comments who said Apple has almost 160,000 yeah. employees. Apple um, now I, has I, almost I 159, 999 employees. Exactly. Yeah. So one employee won't yeah. change the company. They'll just replace them. Yep. Maybe with someone better. Um, Taylor. Okay. Your, your camera's back. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I don't Taylor, know what happened there. Do you, do you have any thoughts, um, Alex, before we move on to our next topic? Um, good luck, X. Apple employee. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I really hope that they're, that they're happy and you know, that um, they don't regret what they did. <laughs> Cause you hear that a lot of people regretting things and then wanting to go back and uh, it just won't happen. But yeah. no, he's, he's got, he's gone to work for a guy who, who short abbreviates his name to DJ. So it must be a great time. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly anyway but, taylor do you want to do you want to move on to the next topic sure so the titanium apple watch pro could signal the end of apple watch edition won't be called apple watch pro i'm telling you no it won't um did you did you happen to watch tables of text video that he posted no um I haven't watched any videos today. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of watched Saturday. it. Um, honestly, like, I don't know. I, I think that th- this is odd. Um, yeah, I, I, I can see that, you know, they'll do one, one thing over another, but I don't know. Um, and, and that pricing, I mean, we've talked about that a little bit on the podcast before. I still think it's too steep, but you know, especially uh, if, you, if, if, if you want to go ahead and, and pay a thousand dollars for a watch, that's it. That's your choice. Not mine. <laughs> I mean, we had, we had people go pay 14 grand for an Apple watch that literally the only difference was it was gold coated. So I'm True. sure there will be people True. who are providing this, but like, oh yeah, already Already, there's not much of a market for the Apple Watch edition, like the current no, edition, like the titanium no. version. Like I've never seen one in my life. Me, um, me either. The, the and those only... and those start at seven fifty. No, yeah. that sounds good. That's the the only person that I've actually seen own a titanium watch is Nikias. Shout out to you, man. By the way, <laughs> but the, I mean. Seriously, that's not that, even that. not even MKBHD invests in those Apple watches. Thank he's you. Got the, he's got he's got the he's got the aluminum version. <laughs> Smart man. So just Smart man. Not, so there's not 
so there's a lot of people buy usually the base model Apple Watch. That's what I got. This uh, the mm. aluminum, aluminum, whatever you want to call it. And then yes, there's some people that buy the stainless steel, but not as many as the ones that buy the cheaper one because they can't justify. Because right. literally the only difference is the materials. But then people who buy the uh, edition, is it? Yeah, it's called edition. Um, yep. Yep. There's the, there's even less people now. Yes. This new Apple Watch may incentivize more people to buy it because not only is it going to have different, stronger materials, but it's also going to be designed slightly differently, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, and it'll it'll be a better watch overall than the base model. Like it will have enough features yeah. for people to justify spending more on a watch because it does more, right? Right. So, right. Yeah, but I, I st still, no matter what we say, Apple Watch Pro will not be the naming. I am. I am no, set on no. that. It will not be Apple Watch Pro. No, Alex, what are your thoughts? That's interesting. Apple Watch Pro. I mean, iPhone 11 Pro, iPhone 12 Pro, iPhone 13, and so on Pro. Now they're just changing it. I mean, I don't know. I think the, I think... the, the naming, I mean, if the materials change like it said here, then yeah, but I'm not. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, I think. Um... Yeah, the way what's, that so, what's so pro about it? Like, just the material? Come on. I mean, as yeah. of right now, yeah. As of right now, yeah. Unless it's going to get an one, upgrade. Like a, yeah, a so the, silicon upgrade and whatever. The next story here is from Mark Gurman, which kind of relates to this one. I think the one we just we were just going through um, mm -hmm. kind of went through what, um, what Gurman's article said. So basically... There's, it's going to have, German says that the Apple Watch Pro will offer the first true redesign since the Series 4, but no flat sides. And he also went on, on to comment that it won't be round either. So we don't exactly know what the design of this watch will actually be like. Um, but apparently it's going to be big. At least that's what German's telling us. Again, German's the same person who agreed with John Prosser on the Apple Watch being flat. Um, <laughs> the Apple Watch Series 7 being flat. But apparently it's going to have, this is going to be an extra rugged. It's going to have a larger display. I think some people were saying like 50, uh, <coughs> not in, well, not 50 inches, 50 millimeters. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. Not 50 inches. That's, that would, that would be way bigger than, a, than a MacBook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's like a TV. Um, so yeah, so it won't have the, the curve, the flat edges. It won't have, it will be an evolution of the current rectangular, rectangular shape. It'll have a, a more durable formulation of titanium to make it extra rugged. It will feature a longer battery life, which could last multiple days on a single charge via a new power mode, according to German. Uh, the only new health feature expected for the Apple Watch Series 8 is still a body temperature sensor with blood pressure monitoring, not expected to arrive until 2025, and blood glucose monitoring, not set to be ready until nearer to the end of the decade. Well, that's a long time. Um, German added that the upcoming Apple Watch release is shaping up to be one of the company's more exciting product launches this year. Mm. I mean, exciting to look at. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My wallet's um, not touching Here's, that. here's one thing that I, that I think that um, the Apple Watch needs is, you know, it, I mean, I, I get that there's like bands and whatnot, but I would like to see a dedicated... Um, you know, a little thing to open for AirPods. You know, a, a little storage 
unit for the AirPods. Uh, that way you don't have to take the case, you know, and so on and so forth. I think that would be cool. Maybe um, like an attachment, like uh, something like not that. Not an but attachment, I mean... but, but you know how, so there's like third party watch faces like that. You just open, it's it, within the watch. You no just watch open faces, up the watch bands. Yeah, the, yeah. no, I, I, the watch itself, not the watch bands. Oh, all right, all right yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I, so I think you, I understand, yeah. So you just open up the the top part, the, the the watch face, and you can store the AirPods right inside there. I think that would be cool. Um, I mean, at the same time, I don't know if there's gonna be enough space. Um, it, it, it would be it would be really really chunky if they did that. It wouldn't um, be an Apple thing. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. But, also. Apple giving I, you I free I stuff. Think, no, I just think I just think yeah. something different. You know, I mean, because what else is there for the Apple Watch? As far as like, uh, design. <clears throat> excuse me. As far as design goes, there's not really much that they can do. Yeah, in, in, in my think, opinion, anyway. I think what now that I think of it, I I can't remember who who we had on, but we had a, a similar conversation to this a while ago. And they were mm-hmm. saying that it would be good. It would be cool if Apple, like, yes, the Apple Watch we have now. There's not much we can actually do with the Apple Watch itself. But what if we mm-hmm. expanded to the watch bands? Like, there's so many different things that we could do with the watch bands. Like, we can add a battery into the watch bands. We can add a camera yeah. to the watch bands. Mm-hmm. Things. Like, I think it might have been Nikius actually. I can't remember. But yeah. So, so so there's so there's different things that the Apple can do in that regard, trying to make their right. watch bands a little bit more usable. Cause as of right now, they're literally just a piece of material that goes around your wrist and does literally nothing. Right. So like they could even add the, like the glucose monitoring that they've been trying to add to the Apple watch for donkey's years. Now they can add into the Apple watch <laughs> band, and they can have like a little needle thing that pricks you every couple hours or whatever you need to measure your glucose. So yeah, yeah, I mean those those are things that they could do, but I mean I, I I completely agree. Like in terms of what the Apple Watch can do now, there's not really too much that it can go. I guess you can add health sensors, but right. there's like only so many health sensors that would make sense to have on an Apple Watch. It, exactly, exactly. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't add an X-ray machine to the Apple Watch now, would you? <laughs> I well, mean, if you yeah. if you well, want to do an interesting, X-ray but... but yeah, just like X-ray just. <laughs> what are you doing there? I'm just taking an X-ray. <laughs> just in public. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. The new normal. I like you said. There's only so much you can do with a watch. Um, how many things you can just pack into it? Unless you make it bigger, uh, move some things around. That's really it. Or like again, like you said, use the watch band. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I said it in the collab that we that we did with. With Taylor, Mr. Smart Rich, and guys, you go sh- you should go check out the channel and go watch that collab because it was sick. Um, but I said how the Apple Watch in the future can become kind of like the the device that houses all of the, the uh, processing power for the AR glasses. Yeah. Because initially, yeah. the AR glasses are gonna if you want to add things like the M1 or the M2 or whatever they're gonna add, probably M3 by that point. It's like it's gonna be a it's still a small chip, but it's still big enough where it's going to be a bit clunky on your on your face or whatever. Um, but eventually they can move like your Apple Watch, just like the iPhone or no, the Apple Watch used to rely heavily on the iPhone. 
I think the AR glasses can rely heavily on the Apple Watch, and the Apple Watch will have all oh, that yeah. processing power. Because already the the processor in the Apple Watch is pretty good. Um, of course, it's right. not 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 as good as a computer, but they could throw in like an M M two in this, make it slightly mm -hmm. bigger, probably. Yeah, but they could fit it in there, and then instead of having a watch that actually physically shows you the time, you have kind of like a it's kind of a, a conduit or whatever, a power. I don't know. It like sends the, the signal to the, the glasses and you see everything kind of Bluetooth connection. Um, and hopefully we're going to start seeing more of like Apple's solution to Bluetooth with AirPods yeah. pro two. Um, but yeah, but, but I think, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I think, I, I think that's a, a big thing that they need to do is, um, you know, increase the Bluetooth. And, and whatnot, because I mean, it, it's good enough already, but I think that's one thing that they should expand because people would love to uh, use their their AirPods with their watch. That's going to be you interesting, yeah. A bit more. Yeah. A bit more, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because it's already possible. But I mean, I think improving Bluetooth, I don't think the, like, the speed or the connection is a problem. I think like mm -hmm. for things like lossless audio for example like we were talking a little bit about airpods pro pre-show um about the airpods pro 2 having being only being compatible with the iphone 11 and newer um and right. that could mean that apple is diverting from bluetooth and creating their own standard for wireless connectivity which could then open so many different doors because apple now has complete control over that technology they can add that into the iPhone and remove the port completely because now you can do wireless wireless transfer flawlessly or almost flawlessly. Of course, it'll probably be buggy knowing Apple recently. Um, and then they'll they'll start adding the, the same Bluetooth technology to all of their devices, including the Apple Watch and the, the AR headset, which means the, the latency is going to be so, so, so slow and the quality is going to be really high. Like when you play audio or video, that it's literally mm -hmm. going to feel like a wired connection, if not better, hopefully. So, but still backtracking a little bit back to, yeah. to the Apple watch series eight. Um, now that we're seeing all of these rumors of all these new features coming to the Apple watch pro or rugged edition, whatever they're going to call it. Um, I'm kind of think wondering what the app, the, the regular Apple watch series eight is going to have, like, is it even going to have any new features? <laughs> It's just going to be yeah. um, updated no. silicon, and that's it. Is it not going to? It maybe yeah, not even silicon. Heard... I don't think it's updating silicon. No, or no, it's going to be the same processor as the series the six. Processor. So they're going to wait until <laughs> series ten, until series nine. Maybe it'll be a Pro uh, probably. Series probably. nine. They're like, we have a new revolutionary processor. Go, it's like five percent faster than the last one. I mean, Where's as of right now, the silicon. The silicon oh. in the Apple Watch is good enough. I think it could be probably a bit more efficient with battery, yeah. but other than that, it's it's fast and on my Series Seven, it's fast enough. It's good all enough. I'm gonna say is, all I'm gonna say is, I really hope that it lives up to the hype and it's not something like we had last year where we were thinking, oh, we're gonna get the flat sides, and then all of a sudden, it was like a very very minimal change. You know, I really yeah. hope that there's something big this year. Because that's going to be such a disappointment if it's not. Yeah, I, maybe listen, the... I, I I even said this last year. I'm if something doesn't happen this year, I'm done watching the Apple event. <laughs> I mean, probably not, but still, like I'm I'm like so done, 
you know, at least the, for... at least the ones where they announced the Apple Watch because we know. Yeah, exactly. Everybody exactly. got it wrong the past two years, so no more. Jeez. Or just All stay in... away from the leaks completely, because if you go expecting nothing, and you get nothing, True. see, you're and not going to be disappointed. Yeah, Wait, and what, I, you know, I'm trying to think of from Spider Man now. I watch, um, you know, front page tech and everything, um, and I mean, for my channel, like, I would love to talk about the leaks and rumors, but at the same time, like, I'm gonna feel bad that if I'm saying one thing and then another thing happens, I'm gonna feel bad that I was completely wrong, and they're gonna and people bash on me. You know what I mean, like. That that's just the kind of person I am. But as long as it's yeah. a rumor and not you're not like I'm confirming yeah. this is what's gonna happen and I'm the official news. Don't listen to anybody else. Don't listen to Don't listen to John Brosser. <laughs> <laughs> if you expect disappointment, then you can never really be disappointed. There we go. True. We go. True. Fact. True. Fact. Dude, send that to me. I'm posting it. Dude, post that to me. I'm uh, I'm gonna post that on fe- on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that that's so true. That that's really true. Honestly. Do you want to move on to the? Do you want to move on to our next topic? Sure. So, um, Apple has applied for 248 core related patents since 2000. Damn. Or wait, did I say core? I meant car. <laughs> core. Uh, core. I don't know where I got that from, but I, I guess I'm blind. But yeah. That's a um, lot of patents for cars. Damn. Um and, and just yeah. a thing, not one of them has become reality yet. Like, come on. When are we gonna get these things? I mean, I mean it's a patent. It doesn't mean that it's gonna come in anytime soon. But true. I mean, yeah, true. Ideas. But it's like um, you know. Uh, that that man, doesn't stop anybody. Yeah. That doesn't stop anybody yeah. else from going around those patents and start, you know. Oh no, yeah. As well. Yeah, you definitely can always, not. You, there's always a way around stuff, but that's interesting. If that is, if that's true, uh, since two thousand two hundred forty-eight car-related patents, like they haven't even a, an Apple. They car haven't even went. come close. Like, nah. like I think Tesla. we were. I remember. What's going on? I remember back. Yeah, I remember back in the day. They're like, oh yeah, in twenty eighteen, it will it will come out. Apple Car, it's gonna be a thing. No, no, no. Push it back to twenty twenty, and they're like twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, and now apparently it's looking around twenty twenty five. So I mean. I, I mean, like filing a patent isn't free, so no. it's they're either throwing money down the drain because they're like, oh, who cares? We've got we've got yeah. stacks of money here. What do we do? Oh, let's just create a random random car design and then just patent them for fun. I don't think that's what Apple's doing. I think they're generally trying no. to f- for work on this car, and because they're they're like being pretty ambitious with this with this project, they wanted mm-hmm. to focus on autonomous driving. Like they literally don't even want to put a steering wheel or brake pedal or anything in this car, so it's gonna it it is something that doesn't take that's not gonna take like a year or two to create. This is something this is like right. more than a decade long project, and they've been working on it for well since two thousand. It says that they've they've done they've applied for patents, so I think it 
probably back when Steve Jobs was alive, they were probably already starting to work on an auto- a fully autonomous car. Um, mm. But recently they've been working a little bit more on it. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Hopefully someday we'll actually see something physical come from this. God, Apple car, Apple toilet, Apple refrigerator, <laughs> Apple everything. That's Jesus. the that's the dream. Just the Apple the Apple home. That's the next. I mean, we got Samsung. The Samsung Apple home. Their refrigerators, their um, air conditioners. You got all those IoT um, IoT devices. It's if Apple starts yeah. making all those, I mean, there it is. Apple's going to be unstoppable. I mean, they're not going to be cheap. There's a lot of money to be made. Yeah, no. I, I, dishwasher for personally. ten grand. There we go. <laughs> I I would personally, and I made videos on this on my other uh, channel, um, on TA Tech. I would love to see Apple doing more with um, security systems and stuff like that. You know, yeah. Um, I know that there's like you know with the Home Kit you can get third-party stuff but like Mm -hmm. just to have their own equipment and their own thing would be awesome to see they had something like that like the apple extreme why do you yeah you take that out like serious i've always wanted one since i was younger it's like i have this router i was like oh no i want apple i want yeah yeah dude i'm disappointment we had one or we still have one but it's like you can barely use it um yeah but mm. it was great because it had like a built-in hard drive as well so you could literally just like leave your computer there and it would back up automatically and things like that the connect like set setting it up and managing the connection and everything was super easy as well um and i think if they did do a, like a home security system i think that would be amazing <laughs> just because of how easy um like apple products are to set up and use i think it would be really good if they kind of ventured into that that kind of market a little bit i think it would be really cool um yeah for sure but yeah uh moving on to our next topic unless you guys have anything else you wanted to say before we move on no nope all right iphone 14 now which is the product that we literally can't stop talking about because we are so excited <laughs> uh, honestly i'm sick that, of that's why I got, 14 stuff that's why i got the 13 pro just because i'm so excited for the 14 <laughs> no, <laughs> i mean honestly I mean, for, the, for the 14 pro i'm kind of hyped because yeah, des- yeah newish no, design 8k video recording i'm looking forward to those two things yeah. anyway we've got more news um so yes so a lot of people are complaining because oh the iphone 14 the standard iphone 14 and 14 max aren't going to be that great of an upgrade they don't have new silicon in them and stuff like that but no there's they're not going to have new silicon but they're going to have all the the phones that apple's releasing this year will have six gigabytes of ram so for those who actually care who think the amount of ram in their phone isn't enough now you have more so you so the iphone 13 series all has four gigabytes of ram but now Mm. they're they're going to have six gigabytes of ram so yes you're going to have an inferior processor, but it's still going to be slightly faster than the 13 lineup simply because it's got those two extra gigabytes of RAM. So it'll be able to be better at multitasking and playing games and doing hard, hardcore intensive stuff uh, that takes Dude, a lot of RAM. I can't wait to, to the announcement. I, uh, I that, that kind of like um, 
reminds me of a video that um, John Prosser made about uh, Android having all this RAM and stuff like that, and Apple having this much less RAM and having you know the um, the optimizations for it, and then you just get you know like I think he was talking. Don't quote me on this. Like. Apple's like not caring so much about the software or whatever. It, I mean, yeah, it's probably, yeah. probably, but I mean, it, more RAM is better, most definitely. I mean, it, programs, it, they need them, you know, it, it has um, grown so much, um, especially yeah. on PC, Mac, downloading, stuff like that. And just having that extra band, um, bandwidth. Just having that extra RAM to run more programs and more features at the same time, maybe you know, multitasking will be a thing. You know, I mean, we already have picture-in-picture uh, picture for YouTube finally. Finally, yeah, dude. I, you know, I, I, have text get, I have to get YouTube Premium for that because I'm not in the U.S. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. But, uh, who cares? Whoops. <laughs> I don't watch oh, YouTube. No, I don't I... watch YouTube anyway. TikTok <laughs> is better. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I I literally. I literally, um, one day I was watching YouTube and Alex texted me and I'm like, come on. And I swiped out just to see what he was saying. And then I just see the thing pop up. I'm like, wait, what? This is a thing now? What? So I quickly texted him back. I'm like, uh, update your YouTube now because you would love this. Because <laughs> it, it's been something that everybody's been talking about for so long and it's finally here, you know? I didn't I mean, even know. It I thought it was already out. Like, I thought no. it's been out for years, but no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Everybody's they, freaking they, out about it. They did it for, um, you know, for the premium users first, and then... Yeah. I, which yeah. I don't even know why. Like, I thought it was kind of I mean, weird. They, it's because they couldn't find enough reasons for you to buy premium, so, like, here's another reason. Because people <laughs> true, use Adblock. True. So they, they don't so they don't. So people who use Adblock don't care about ads. Yeah. So how yeah. else are they going to incentivize you to buy... Oh, let's let's make picture in picture exclusive to <laughs> premium users. Because now it's but... it is limited. Now you can't listen to mm. music, obviously, and and, and, and that's and, another thing. Um, like that's so, um, yeah. that's so weird. That's so weird that they did that like that. Are those the only well, not the only two features for um, was it YouTube um, Premium? But I mean. It's like it's just two features. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Left. There also is there always are workarounds. I don't know if they still work, but I remember back in the day, you used to be able to go onto the YouTube, onto YouTube.com on your on Safari, and you yeah. used to be able to use picture in picture that way. Uh, um, like I I did it on the Mac a couple of times, um, but you could also do like if you went into Safari and you played some music from YouTube, you could leave the app, it would stop playing, but then you go to the music player and you press play and it would still play the YouTube video, which was the music. So I don't know if you can still do it now, but there were people that were doing, using workarounds just because they're like, I want to listen to music without having to pay mm -hmm. for YouTube premium. Um, yeah. But I mean, I don't care. I've got Apple music. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like even, but even again, go ahead. Yeah. No, you go ahead. Sorry. I was going to, no, yeah, I just up. like I was just gonna say like even people with like Spotify now like and um honestly I I feel like Spotify and Apple Music I've I've tried Apple Music I don't notice much difference I mean maybe it was at the time I didn't have the AirPods um so maybe that was the case for me but 
I think that both are really good at, at their own thing. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry. Anyway, going back to to the RAM and everything, I think yeah, ra- more RAM is definitely good um, in for a lot of things. Like I remember, but even but even though like uh, Apple is pretty good at optimizing their software and their hardware together to work together and everything, um, it still is always a great idea to have more RAM than too little. Like, I remember when I when I was buying my uh, my MacBook Pro, uh, I was I didn't want to get like. 16 gigabytes um, of RAM because I was like, it's not going to be enough. I already have 16 gigabytes of RAM. But now, but I ended up getting a 16 gigabyte version. Um, but honestly, it's been really good. Like the software optimization has been pretty decent. Like, yes, there are still crashes and sometimes I do have too many applications open. Like I'm editing a 4K uh, file in Final Cut Pro with like multiple streams of 4K and then I've got Google Chrome open with 20 tabs and stuff like that. Crazy stuff. Um, but still, like most of the time, it handles it pretty well. And if it wasn't for macOS sometimes being a bit dodgy um, in terms of having like bugs and stuff, it yeah. like sixteen gigabytes of RAM would be plenty. Um, but I mean, for for iPhone, I think six six gigabytes. I mean, four gigabytes already. Like I I, I rarely have issues. Um, but oh, when yeah. I do, it would be nice to have that that better RAM. And also, this is mm. uh, L LPDDR five memory. Which is uh, which will be, and this will be in the higher end, uh, fourteen models, which means they'll be more uh, energy efficient and power efficient, and they're going to be better than the RAM in the in the two lower tier models. Um, mm-hmm. So there's still going to be a slight difference in processor speed, but it's not going to be as drastic as people expect it. <laughs> right. Interesting. Um, and then, uh, oh, well, I see a comment here saying no USB-C charging port. No, thanks. It's like, well, I mean, <laughs> who cares? Still you, you know, it's who like, cares? Like, who cares? well, dark, dark Duke, I'm going to click disagree on your dark, comment. Dark <laughs> okay, never mind. I have to log in and I don't have an account. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, honestly, don't even get me started with the whole charging port thing. I mean, honestly, yeah, it would be cool to have something um, that you can have just one cable for everything. But at the same time, like, you know what? If they're gonna if they're gonna go completely portless in like a year or two, what's the point? You know, just keep I- things as is, and then go to go to uh, portless or whatever you want to do. I mean, I very rarely use the charging port on my iPhone. I'm always charging oh, yeah, me on MagSafe. Too. Yeah, me too. Literally. Me too. Like, the only reason I use it is for fast charging. And that's, like, maybe mm-hmm. not even once a week. Or even, like, if I want to get some juice in the morning, um, I'll just plug in my phone um, for a couple minutes. And then, or even if I'm in the car... Um, my parents, I'll plug in my phone for CarPlay. That that's pretty much it. That's it. Like, um, I really, I really think it's useless. Um, especially nowadays. I mean, it, mo- the majority of people are doing wireless, so I don't know. Yeah, I think there are there still are a lot of people that are using wires, but I think it. If they remove the the cable completely, they'd just be forcing everyone to go to portless, which is fine. Yes. I'm fine yes. with it. 
you there's less charges you need to buy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wait, is that right? Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> I guess oh, yeah, people need to buy a new port. But they're going to be more convenient because, like, for example, with MagSafe, you're not restricted to, like, one side of the phone. Like, if you're playing a game right. or something, you don't right. have this cable in the way. You just have the cable stuck on the back, and you can, like, move it in mm -hmm. whatever position you want, and you're good to go. Um, and, like, if you're in the car, you can get car mounts that have built-in MagSafe. I've got one. I absolutely love it. Every time I get into my car, I just put it on there. Don't have to fiddle with, like, putting it in and stuff and doing all these weird hand gymnastics. Um, it's so much easier, and it's it's great. MagSafe is, I think, the way to go. And the the sooner we get portless, this, I'm happy. Like, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't care. Unless, like, I Apple, which ports. I don't know if they have plans, but to make a truly, truly wireless charging, like, uh, like almost like a... Um, it's like Wi-Fi waves, you know, like the yeah, radio waves. I think charge. they, I remember some years ago, they bought a company that was testing that technology. Like they had, it was kind of like an infrared sensor thing that you could, that you stick to your ceiling mm -hmm. and it sent like rays around your room and they would um, be, they would have receivers attached to like a phone or a device. And then the receiver will receive those radio waves or whatever they're called. Um, and then that would that would then charge the device. So they're already kind of, I'm sure they're working on something like that. Or like they could even implement it in the HomePod mini, for example, like the HomePod mini transmits a wireless signal to the surface where it's on and things like that. And it can charge the device or it can charge it from like a distance. I think that will definitely be amazing as whenever that, that happens. Or we could always, they could always invest in solar power a little bit more and build a solar panel yeah. in the, in the screen. Yeah, but I, I don't know how I don't know how that would work. Just because right now solar, it doesn't charge as quickly. Right, and also depends on how much sun you've got. And so if you're if you're living in the UK and you have solar panels, you're pretty much screwed. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it rains no, all the time. Yeah, and I was gonna say um, to what you were saying. Honestly, wait, I lost my track. Never mind, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Okay, so well, cut cut that out. Well, <laughs> while Taylor while Taylor regathers his thoughts, we're gonna move on to our next topic. Um, so iPhone 14 Pro. This is still talking about performance. Um, so the iPhone 14 Pro performance estimates: fifteen percent plus uh, over fifteen percent of CPU, over twenty five to thirty percent GPU, and up to fifty percent or no over fifty percent memory bandwidth. Um, of performance with the there'll be the a16 so that's that's pretty decent i mean it's not an amazing improvement but it's still pretty decent it's still pretty mm. good and of course this is a prediction so we're still not a hundred percent sure if it's going to be this fast but because of the the improvements with the ram um and also of course there's going to be some improvements with the processor i think it's it's going to be well it's going to be faster yeah, it's Tim Cook is going to say this is the best iPhone we've ever made. Again, good job. If it because it, if it wasn't, then why would people buy it? <laughs> exactly right. No, they'll they'll come they'll come up with the iPhone 14 and say this is the this, this is, is the, the best iPhone. This is the best iPhone we ever made last year that we're remaking this year, but we're making <laughs> it 
slightly better. <laughs> Here you go. Buy it for the same. No, buy it for more money than last year. Oh, it comes at a bigger size too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fastest smartphone in the world. This is our fastest iPhone we've ever made, and you're gonna <laughs> love it. That's a really good impression, honestly. <laughs> Actually, that sounded pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it sounded too good. Good morning. <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> iPhone we've ever made. Are you related to starting, Tim Cook starting, not telling us? Starting on a low price of fifteen hundred. God, I broke out of character there, but oh well. <laughs> Are you related to Tim Cook and not telling us? <laughs> I don't think so. If I was, I'd have, I'd have, I'd be living in Cupertino. <laughs> true, true. And I'd have all the latest Apple products. I'd be like Rockford Tech. <laughs> Bruh, hey. We need to reach out to him and get him on the podcast. Now that I've been That's thinking about point. it, we should. We should. If you're watching this, message us. Anyway, um, so yeah, iPhone 14 faster. Well, hey, nobody saw that one coming. Um, everybody acts surprised. Big surprise. Wow. Whoa, it's gonna be the next iPhone. It's gotta be a little bit faster, right? Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be the greatest iPhone Apple's ever made. Amazing. Yeah. Nobody knew God, that. No. Okay. Moving God, on. No. So Taylor, Taylor, do you want to talk about the next to- the next topic? I other iPhone 14 stuff. Oh god. Yeah. So what number? Um okay. We are on number 7. 7. Gotcha. Um I was going to say uh 72. Apple reportedly scaled- No, 7. Sorry, uh, like 70. <laughs> 72. So, There's not so many two news stories in this. Jesus. Uh, so Apple reportedly scaling up iPhone 14 orders while Android brands struggle. Um, saw that coming, but you know. I love um, how much commitment Apple is showing with this as well. Like I, I saw oh, the yeah. article. It's about oh, to yeah. put that in. And it's like they've got multiple companies that they're working with to make sure that they've got enough iPhone 14s being produced where they're going to be able to deliver. Dude, dude. So, Apple's just standing in the background doing this. It's like, yeah. Good luck, Android. <laughs> Good luck, Samsung over there. I don't care if we got one of your because, one of ours. So, because the funniest, the funniest part of all of this though is Apple is the com- the the company that makes phones, like the richest tech company in the world, biggest yep. tech company in the world. And they can literally just yep. go to manufacturers and be like, how much is Samsung paying you? Oh, they're paying <laughs> yeah. us X amount of money. Oh, yeah. we'll just yeah. double that. <laughs> Maybe not double Dude. that, but we're, we're going to give you 25% more if you produce iPhones instead of Galaxy phones. And then of course, <laughs> what do companies do? They are there to make a profit. They need, they've got employees to pay. They, they yeah. want to pay themselves. Of course, they're like, yeah, okay. Buy Samsung, just kicks them out of the factory and just start making iPhones. <laughs> Um, that's how it works. <laughs> so I'm telling you, it's, I'm telling you, I, it's all right. Yeah. It, it's listen, I think that this is great. Um, but I, I do feel bad for Android companies that you should be worried. And yeah, I also, mean, the, the biggest problem, the biggest problem with Android manufacturers though, is that most of them use one processor. Yeah, they use the same. Yeah. Huawei, 
actually maybe not Huawei, but there's a lot, a lot of the different companies. I won't even name them. Um, they all use Snapdragon chips, which mm -hmm. means they all have to order from the same place, which means this one place has to make so many processors for so many different manufacturers. But Apple, what do they do? They only have one and they could just yeah. pick TSMC or Qualcomm or some company that knows how to make silicon. And all they have to do is get, here's the order. Here's the specifications. Go make it. That's and right. they have full control over it. That's their that's the whole advantage they have, I think. And that's why that's... they're they they're staying ahead of this whole chip shortage thing. Yeah. Or at least yeah. they're trying to, because they have control over a huge part that their competitors don't have yeah. access that to. That is the unfortunate um, circumstance everyone's in, and then Apple's obviously on top of that. I guess they made sure it's like, yeah, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. We're going to make our own stuff, bro. Exactly. And so when a, when somebody goes to a, a phone carrier and they're like, I want to buy the latest Samsung. Oh, sorry. We're out of stock because of chip shortage. Okay. What else yeah, do you man. have? We have iPhones. All right, okay. I'll buy an iPhone. There you go. Apple's made money. Yeah. yeah. All because they decided to pay a little bit more than Samsung just to get all the iPhones manufactured that they need to manufacture at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So, moving on, we have we have completed the iPhone 14 section of this episode of the Tech Unlock podcast. We're now moving to iPad, which is a news article that I literally found um, a couple minutes ago, which just came out. Actually, wait, no, it came out oh, yesterday. Wow. Sorry, I completely I completely missed it yesterday. <laughs> there we go. Uh, not yesterday. I'm confused because it's over. It's past midnight here, so it was yesterday for me. But Apple is planning to is finally planning to slash iPad Pro weight in 2024. So if people complain about the iPad Pro's weight, which I certainly don't, um, don't complain anymore because the 2024, uh, it, the 2024 11 inch and 12.9 inch iPad Pro models are going to be lighter. They're going to reduce the weight of the display. Um, because they're switching to a dry etching process, partly to lose weight. Since the new displays are much thinner, Apple apparently had to develop a special coating to increase their durability. Okay, so yeah. So basically the panels are um, thinner, and they're apparently going to be OLED as well. Which, for the first time, will deliver unrivaled image quality. For the first time ever. Wow. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see tech reviewers compare this to a to a Galaxy tab, and they're like, Galaxy tab is better. <laughs> yeah, because, can, can, can you... because Android. Yeah, exactly. I think that, I, I think that's something. Um, what's his name? Uh, MKVHD will do, or something like that, or someone. No, like he's that. he's gonna favor Apple. He's he's very. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, but I'm. But what I'm saying is, I'm sure that he'll do a comparison. You know. Yeah, he'll be like, screens? Yeah, Apple looks better. And then there's going to be some guy who hates Apple and is like, oh, yeah, the Apple screen is disgusting. <laughs> Don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe John Prosser decides to go anti-Apple again. It's like, this screen's Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, can you imagine he he uh, gets it and uses it for FPT? Just... <laughs> The, this is the new beautiful. iPad. Wait, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that's all they're doing to the iPads is just 
next year. Well, this next year, year they're 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 adding wireless charging to it. That's gonna Somehow. be interesting. That that that's, that's gonna be interesting. That's weird. How are you gonna? Yeah, I'm. I'm really hope they're they're gonna do it with MagSafe. I think so. They're making this... the Apple logo bigger, just so they can have MagSafe. Apple, I just want to let you know this is not the charger. This is not the pad that's I was bad. talking about you... in my in my video. Huge. I'm just gonna say that right now. That's they're gonna. gonna be... Go ahead. You're you're doing yeah, this they're, on they're the gonna... wrong kind of pad. <laughs> It's kind of like you know, it's like uh, in the I think middle. It makes, yeah. I mean, um, I think it will make sense if you're using the iPad and you're charging my Mac. Yeah. I think it makes sense. But yeah. like, yeah, I, yeah if no, you're putting yeah. it down somewhere, you're gonna like, let me line it up. Oh, it's not working. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, fortunately, it's magnetic, so it should snap mm. pretty easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. You get cases for that too, and then you got oh god specific stuff. Jeez. That's gonna be that's gonna be crazy for case manufacturers. They're gonna hate Apple. They're like we need to oh. we need to spend more money for case to make a case just so we can have magnets in it. Nah, I'm going to, I'm gonna do this other thing. I mean, so some companies that make iPhone cases, they literally don't care about MagSafe at all. Oh heck, and no. so and so of course I don't buy them. Um, <laughs> all right, we can move on. So Taylor, do you wanna do you wanna move on to our next? Sure. Topic? So, uh, next up, Apple removes AirTag battery level indicator from the Find My app. They did? I didn't notice that. Apparently okay. so. I mean, I'll I, actually, I probably should have fact-checked this before the episode. Um, but if they did, that would be kind of stupid. No, okay. Wait, what the heck? They didn't remove it. Did they? Because I, oh, okay. I still have Apparently it. Apparently it was a... Apparently it was a bug. Okay, well, we can scrap this news story. <laughs> Moving okay. on. Um, so this is still about AirTags. A Tennessee man um, uses AirTag to find his stolen SUV. So that's pretty cool. So basically, af after his Hyundai Santa Fe, why would you call a car something? Anyway, uh, was broken into earlier this month, Joshua Wiley, or Wile, decided to leave an AirTag in the SUV. According to a police report, a criminal had tried to steal the car and failed. They only broke the passenger window, but also damaged the steering column. In response, Wiley installed a surveillance camera in his apartment window that focused the lens on his vehicle while the camera captured video of the theft. It was ultimately the AirTag that helped track down the stolen Santa Fe. That's pretty With the help of Memphis police, Wiley, Willie, I don't know what to pronounce his name, with, uh, was able to get his stolen vehicle back thanks to the AirTag's tracking capabilities. The Memphis police had nothing to do with it. I hadn't had the AirTag to show me where the vehicle was so early this morning. It's very likely there could have been thousands of dollars more damage to my vehicle. So there you go. Moral of the story, put an AirTag in your car as I have done. And um, if somebody steals your car, there you go. Or another, another piece of advice for that is just buy an older car that's bashed up that nobody will want to want to like steal and that's yeah. another option but uh, the, the air tag is probably the more viable option just spend 25 dollars, throw the air tag in there somebody steals your car hide it of course don't put it on the and on the front or in front on the steering wheel or something hide it somewhere right. <laughs> but it's great air tags are great yeah 
yes, yeah. you can track people and stalk people, but you can also save your own car. So yeah, air tags. They are amazing devices. Uh moving on. Uh Taylor, do you wanna <laughs> do you wanna bring us to Samsung land, please? Sure. Sure. Uh Samsung claims foldable phones are going mainstream. All right. Uh, I beg to differ, but okay. <laughs> why don't Samsung I have one? Is, it's so yeah, exactly. Why do I not, why don't I have one? Why do why do I not want one? Yeah. No. Samsung, you haven't done you haven't Wait, me Alex, you, you if you could, would you actually buy one? Oh. I mean to return it, try it and return it, and that's it. I'm not keeping it. I was I was gonna say good answer because I, I would automatically defriend you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Go to no. Facebook, unfriend, block, no. Instagram, block. <laughs> Go no. to his house, block. <laughs> Go to- just block his door so he can't leave. <laughs> it put put on your cat on your security system. Like if this man comes here, <laughs> call the police. <laughs> Harassment. No. Jeez. No, but seriously, man. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess that it's gonna be the future. But I mean, it's not it. It's, my it's not gonna be for everybody, you know. It's not mm. for everybody. It's also I don't think it's gonna go mainstream. Like I think No. The problem is no. Samsung, they're trying so there's all these companies that are trying to focus on the actual future, which is AR. Right. Everybody knows AR is gonna be the future. AR, online currency and stuff like that. Whatever you want to say, if you if you say something against that, then you're gonna be exactly the same as your grandpa who thought Facebook was stupid and it was never gonna take off. Um but Samsung are kind of doing the same thing. They're like, oh no, AR, we're not working on that. Cars, no, we're not working on that either. Foldables, you gotta you gotta hear this, folks. Foldables are the future. We don't care what other people are doing. We don't care that AR is cooler and can do more things. You need a phone that folds in half. No, you don't. That's no, what you, you need. Because right now, right now, you're you're like sitting down on your phone, you're like, oh, I wish the screen was bigger. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I've already got an iPhone. People with iPhone 13 Pro Maxes are like, yeah, I need a bigger screen. Yeah. I, I need something. I mean, yes, fold. I like the concept of foldables. Like, it's a phone, and then it's a tablet. It's a phone, and then it's a tablet. But then, if instead of investing millions or billions of dollars, how many ever dollars Samsung is spending into, like, producing these foldables, why don't they allocate that money to, to making AR more of a thing but i i literally haven't heard anything from samsung about working on ar the last thing i heard the last time i heard samsung and ar be related was with ar emoji which was an absolute it was hysterical it was was horrendous (laughs) disgusting still to this day (laughs) (laughs) no anybody Uh, who has an ar emoji as their profile picture automatically does not get seen by me um (laughs) seriously it's like it's so foldables are not the future, Samsung. Yeah, I don't care what no. you think. No, it's and not. it's like they so they haven't even sold that many. I think it says so. It says as the Verge notes, Samsung's figures could slight be slightly inflated because Samsung says that they've been selling more. Apparently, display analyst Ross Young believes 7.9 foldables were shipped last year, while IDC believes the actual number to be around 7.1 million. Either way, when you compare it to the 270. 2 million smartphones that Samsung alone shipped in 2021 
Rose figure doesn't quite sound so impressive. So yeah, so there you go. They're 7.9 million units compared to the 272 million units in total of other smartphones that Samsung shipped. So it's like, it's yeah, it's not. So when Apple makes one, so when Apple makes one, it's going to be even more mainstream, isn't it? True. Yeah. If if Apple joins the joins the 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 bandwagon or the team or whatever, then yes, it may become mainstream. But still, I don't think I'm not sure how much focus Apple is putting into it. Just because yeah. they're working on so many different projects, once, yeah. they're working on the Apple Car, they're working on AR glasses, they're working on home integration stuff. They're working on so many other different things. I don't think foldables is really on the top of their bucket list at this point. No. no. Apple's like, you go play in that in that little area, Samsung. We'll play in the bigger area here. Yeah, exactly. Nobody cares about your folding your folding tablets that that <laughs> easily scratch um, and have no function. <laughs> Dude, yeah, exactly. Speaking right. of foldables, though, Samsung is making more foldables this year. So the Galaxy Z Fold 4 and Z Flip 4 and guess what, guys? You will never guess what's going to happen to this next this next generation of Galaxy. What? And no nobody's going to freak out. No. <laughs> they're going to be slight. They're going to be slightly more expensive. Oh my god! Wow, that's that's unheard of. Like no, Apple be. Apple can't. is literally the only company that raises <laughs> prices. Nobody else does this. <laughs> Samsung is going out of their way to raise prices on their on their already expensive foldables. Bruh, I'm sorry. That that's just crazy. And I, th I, I mean, think they're even they're even no no. This is worse. They're even lowering this the base model storage configuration. Oh, that sounds good. So instead of half Yay. a terabyte, you're getting you're getting 256 gigabytes for like a hundred dollars more. Wow, that that's All right. so foldables are going mainstream, right? Here we go. Uh, oh yeah, so that, that's. That's going to be a great move, Fold... especially if you want to go mainstream. Oh, yeah, ex exactly. So the Galaxy Z Fold 4, um, I think, what, what is this? So they're translating to 19, wait, so yeah, so $1,900 starting price. Oh my God. Um, and then for the Z Flip, it'll be 1100 compared to 1000 Dude, no. That so, yeah. is. And also, there's not even that many uh, like big changes. Like the Z Flip, sorry, the Z mm. Fold is going to be slightly wider, but not by a large margin that's going to make people want to switch to it um, from their beautiful iPhone 13 Pro Max. Um, <laughs> and also the Z, the Z Flip, I have no idea what, what they're changing with that, apart from new colors and Snapdragon 8 Plus Gen 1. Mm. Um. And better battery life. Oh yeah. Also, the hinges are going to be less. The crease is going to be less noticeable. But <coughs> I think, like, yeah, these aren't going mainstream anytime soon. Samsung, you can dream, but AR is where it's at. And yes, of course, I, we've had people on the show say before, like, AR isn't ready yet. AR probably will take a couple of years to take off. AR this, AR that, AR. Okay, yes, of course, it's gonna, not going to be perfect when it first releases. But if we, while we're trying to work on this new technology we're like trying to hold on to the old technology and trying to improve that and like they do weird stuff with it morph it with other devices we can't focus on this other thing that is better 
and that will actually make a difference in people's lives. Like if I had a phone where I had to decide every time I take it out, if I want to use it open or close, that is not mm -hmm. simplifying my life. That is overcomplicating it. I'm so like pulling many... it out. I'm like t texting. I need something else. So how many versions already Samsung has got is uh, thrown out there for the Z fold and Z flip? Like the Z flip. I think this is the, they're on their, they're going on their third. Cause I don't think third. there was an original. I don't think there was a Z flip two. Correct me if I'm wrong, Taylor. Cause I was away for those two years when they introduced all that stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, yeah. so the Z flip, uh, so yeah, Z flip, they've only had two, the Z fold. There's been three. Yep. Uh, so they had the original fold, which had basically, it was just a nightmare. Uh, people peeling Dude. off the screen protector and the screen would, it would just stop working. Uh, that, was, that was beautiful. That was... And then, <laughs> that, I think that was, that was one, that was one of the, like, that was one of the peak times in tech. Where this oh new yeah! Piece of technology going oh on. yeah! Everybody's raving about it. Everyone's like, "This is going to be the future. This is amazing." Reviewers Dude. start to peel the screen protector off. Even, and it just even the, even the, the first goes, year that they, even the first year that they introduced the foldables and and whatnot, it was just like, I I already knew it was, there was going to be a lot of complaints, a lot of you know crap, and you know I, I listen. I, I'm glad that they. Um, did better on the on the second and third, but like how much how much better? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, the the Z Flip three is it's a decent smartphone, but no, it like, is. Yeah, the uh, the outer screen is barely usable. It's so like, what's the point in even having that? The inner screen scratches very very easily. So like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's and also you're compromising on things like battery life. You're compromising on things like durability like that hinge is not going to be nice every every no. time you open it you go to the beach no. that thing's destroyed you oh yeah it falls in yeah. water it's not even water resistant that thing's destroyed so samsung you want this to become mainstream you have to fix a lot of stuff before it becomes mainstream it'll probably be 10 years until it'll be mainstream like smartphones oh, oh, only started taking sure. off like i remember smartphones only started taking off when the iphone 4 was out and that was like four right generations yeah in. so like it's and we're we're almost four generations into foldables and nobody nobody gives nobody cares literally yeah yeah so like no. foldables you know are the future guys is that going to be like the three and and and, kind of and and I'm going to say this so for anybody that's going to that's already typing and I'm going to say this for anybody that's typing oh you guys are Apple sheep or the, or you guys are just Apple fans no it. It's the God's Listen, honest truth. If Apple made a foldable, there's only a few conditions that I would that I need for the. Uh, there's only a few conditions that I would set in place before I buy one. First of all, the outer screen has to be just as usable as the inside screen. I yes. I, second thing, yes. I don't want it to compromise on battery life or durability. Third thing, I want the software experience to be a plus. I don't want it to be B minus or C as it kind of is on the on the current one. And also, I need like. In the, like it can't compromise on as much as it is compromising on right now, and it has to be worth it. Like, I need to Agreed. have like an iPhone, an iPhone 13 sized phone that could yes. fold into basically an iPad almost that that has a usable aspect ratio that's not a flipping square like the one that like the Samsung one right now. Um, there's yeah, there's a lot of things that. Apple has to do or any company has to do before I start jumping onto the foldables bandwagon. But still, I think companies shouldn't be focusing on foldables 
they should like i think the phones that we have right now are okay just keep updating them slightly keep giving us features right. keep making them better keep making weird designs nothing we know no, nobody cares about you because you're literally you literally make nothing um but <laughs> but still it's great to see companies that are changing the way we do the regular things focus yeah. on doing that yeah. samsung Go and do a little bit more of that. Don't do foldables because foldables are kind of a very niche thing. Not many people even right. need foldables. Um, and people should just be focusing on AR, building the next future, not building the past or trying to build a, a stepping stone towards the future. Because I, mean, I think a AR is the future. I don't think we need to be lingering on older technologies yeah. and trying to make those better. It's like going and taking... I, it's like you want to go and take... Um, I don't know email and you want to improve it like email yeah. has reached its peak people are using other things now they're not using email as much mm -hmm. don't go back and create a new mail app and it's like we've revolutionized the email no you can't you don't do that no. there's a new technology it's better go oh, start working on the new technology don't go and work on the older one yeah yeah exactly, exactly. so it's like i have the s20 5g and it seems fine i mean then they have the s21 s22 you know, I mean, just stick with that. They already killed the Note line. Now it's the Ultra line. Ultra. Ultra. Yeah. So, it's I mean, basically the Note. It's basically the Note line. It's just, just do with that. With a fancier name. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking about Android and Google and all that. Bigger sizes. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. So, last up that we have for today is... Google Drive, Docs, and other workspace apps getting optimized for Android tablets. What are your thoughts, guys? I've never used that. Uh, never used Google Drive or Docs or even Workspace on an Android tablet. I don't even have an Apple tablet yet, like an iPad or anything like that. I don't know. Um, but how many tablets are out there? Is it just Not the iPad? Many. There's like iPad, Samsung's doing Samsung. them, Google wants to. It's like, it's a, it's a bit interesting because back in the day when the iPad first came out, a lot of Android manufacturers were like, ooh, tablets, let's make tablets. But yeah. then they kind of started to die when they saw that yeah. the iPad was so good that they couldn't beat it. So they just gave up. They're like, okay, yeah. whatever. But now they're they're slowly coming back. Like Google is coming out with a tablet next year. Samsung has been doing pretty good with their current tablet. Yeah. Uh, I'm really impressed with, yeah, with some have. of the features that the, the, reg the new ones have. And there's companies that are starting to do more tablets. But the fact that Google Drive and Google Docs and other workspace Dude. apps haven't been optimized Dude. for mm. tablets until now. Google, where on earth have you been? Bruh. It's been living under a rock. It's like, who, who, what are tablets? <laughs> Just wake up one day. What are tablets? Oh, Oh, we're making one. We should probably go optimize the apps for them. That's <laughs> so probably the only reason why. I was like, we're going to be making one. Let's just let's optimize it. Yeah, but I mean, I use I use Google Drive pretty much every day for work. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, if I had an Android tablet, this would drive me insane if it wasn't optimized. Um, yeah. Even though most of the time I'm using it on my computer anyway. But um, finally, they're they're giving some love to the tablets, which is good. And hopefully, this will pave the way for. Um, actually making tablets that can compete with Apple. Because as of right now, yeah. Samsung is the only one that's trying to 
take down the wall, but they're not they're not being able to. They're not able to. I remember the older Android. Um, Android tablets, like the Asus Transformer. These oldest, like that was like these weird name tablets from Asus, and then I don't remember the other ones. Yeah, but I mean that's one of the ones that stand out to me. It's like we so long it was so long ago, and they all failed because obviously they're not existent now. Um, and then iPad, and then Samsung's been on there, and they've been very good. And then now you're getting Google coming in. It's like that's going to be even better. Um, so yeah, they they tried. I think Google tried the the tablet thing with the Pixel Slate, but that didn't Pixel. go down well because it was a it was a Chrome OS tablet as well. Oh, oh so, <laughs> that's not good. Uh, but anyway, talking about Google before we we wrap up the episode, I realized. Pixel 6a recently came out. Um, I've seen some of the reviews, some people complaining about the 60 hertz display. What are your guys' thoughts? Do you think 60 hertz should be, is like okay on a smartphone in 2022? If it's like Apple kind of 60 hertz, um, on the iPhone anyway, it seems smooth to me. The animations and the, um, the optimization for it is great. I don't feel like it's, um, like my Samsung, which is always, uh, I mean, I have it where I have an, um, animations to zero or whatever, but if, yeah. you know, just because I want it to go faster and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, if you have those animations, it makes it more fluid and stuff like that. There is some stutter. I mean, there's always going to be stutter with operating systems and stuff like that. But I mean, I kind of like the buttery smooth what apple has and when i go to my samsung sometimes sometimes it's like uh i kind of miss that i kind of you, get, you use yeah. the gestures and it's like I, yeah it's you like, want to go home it's like, like has a seizure while you're going home <laughs> exactly so yeah yeah it, it's yeah it definitely needs work but i mean yeah for, I for me first, go ahead. for me yeah, go ahead. for me for me, I agree with Alex. I think it's pretty good. Um, now that I have the 13 Pro, um, and I'll like I'll go back to like my dad's 12 Pro or something. Completely different. Completely different. And it's just like, oh my god. But yeah, I, uh, like I, I, I mean, go ahead. oh, um, so I have the S20, which only at 1080p it'll go 120 hertz, and then. At 1440p, 60 hertz. I mean, I just use a 1440p, 60 hertz only because it doesn't switch. I mean, I have to keep switching it, and it's like I like, I want, you know, the higher quality. I mean, the S20 is it the S22 or S21 yeah. has it where it's variable and it switches. I think so, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's to me, 60 hertz is not a big deal. Um, now, no. if you use it every like you use 120 hertz every day and you're like big on that gaming and you know, and you're watching, and these, you know, it kind of makes a difference. But I mean, to me, I you know, unless I have it every day, I might just go again, go with um, was it 120 yeah. if you have it every day yeah. and cigarette, but it's not a major thing. I mean, I. I remember before I had my MacBook Pro or my iPad, I, all my devices were 60 hertz. Uh, but then as I, and, and like, I didn't really complain about it. Like 60 hertz was, 
it was normal to me. It was okay. Um, yeah, but yeah. since, so, but now I have an iPad Pro, which has 120 hertz, and then I have a MacBook Pro that has 120 hertz. And literally the only devices I own that are 60 hertz are like my iPhone, my Apple Watch. And I've got a couple other iPhones that I use occasionally as cameras or whatever. Um, but to be honest, like, even though I'm a very techie person, like I'm a very tech savvy person, like I notice, yes, I notice the difference. Like I use a, a 70 hertz monitor and I've got 120 hertz MacBook Pro. I, yes, I notice the difference, but is it so noticeable where I want to throw up when I see a 60 hertz display? No, like most people no. aren't even going to notice the difference. Like if I want to notice the difference, I can notice the difference. But if I am just working and I get carried away with that, that's the last thing I'm thinking. Like I'm editing mm -hmm. a video. I'm like, oh, oh no, it's not 60 hertz, 120 hertz. This is terrible. This is disgusting. I don't want to see this anymore. No, I don't do that because I... It's it's not something that you care about while you're using it, if that makes sense. I don't know if it makes sense. And most yeah, people aren't going to care. So yeah, it's like subconscious. Like you don't even you're just working exactly. or doing anything. And and like not many people complained about the iPhone 13 and 13 mini having a 60 hertz display. So why are we complaining about the Pixel 6a, which costs like half of what or almost half of what those cost? Why are we complaining about that having a 60 hertz display? It's a great phone. Like, yes, it doesn't have the thing. Like, like, it doesn't have wireless charging, which really sucks. I think it should have wireless charging, um, especially at the price point that it's at. You've got iPhone SE, which has wireless charge. You've got Samsung Galaxy, whatever, A series is at that price. Um, so you've got a lot of other competitors. But I think the Pixel is great just because it's like a, an all Google phone. It's the closest thing you're going to get to an Apple experience, I think. Simply oh, yeah. because it's got Google Tensor. It's Android, which is built and optimized by Google. It's got all these different things. Um, and I think I think it's a great phone. It's a great budget phone for people. And if you really, really, really can't live without uh, more than 60 hertz, then you can always spend a little bit more and get a Pixel 6, which is on offer in some places for only like 50 to 100 bucks more. So it's not that big of a deal. So if you really need something a little bit better, get the Pixel 6 which is, a, I think, a fantastic phone. I haven't tried one. Uh, I've seen it in, in stores before, but it, it seems like a really good device. And from what people have been saying, it's good. Hopefully, they age well because a couple of people have been saying that these phones haven't been aging well. Uh, but I guess we'll see. Um, I, th I really like the direction that Google is taking, though, with their, with their lineup and how they're even branching out into tablets and smartwatches, which is exciting. So, yeah, I guess that... I mean that that about wraps everything I wanted to sh I wanted to talk about or share. Uh, does anybody else, ha any of you two, have anything else you need to you want to share? Any questions you guys you have? Maybe Alex, seeming as you're you're our guest, do you have any questions for us? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not really. I mean, nah. This is my first time on. I mean, I know once I get more into. I'm doing either podcasts or more videos and stuff like that. I haven't done that for a while. Slacker. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll be no, more Alex. Like... So just the backstory, Alex is one of my best friends uh, since high school. So over what? Um, almost 10 years more. God damn. Every time I think about that. <laughs> uh, I have another friend that I, that I feel the same way about. And I'm just like... How has it been this long already? But anyway, um, you know, so when I started talking, you know, getting into tech and everything, I would talk to Alex a lot about it. Um, he 
became a, a big uh, tech person, um, I would tell him, oh, you should watch this person, this person, this person. Uh, I think the first person that I ever told Alex about was John Prosser on Front Page Tech because I thought yeah, that was. show was um, I thought that show was just awesome. So from then forward, I'm like, you know, I think it'd be cool if you um, shared your thoughts. You know, I know you have a busy schedule and whatnot, but I yeah. mean, it doesn't really matter if you um, have all the all the equipment like I have, you know, good microphone, no, yeah. camera, whatever. Um, just do it, you know. And uh, so he made his own video, uh, which Benji, I'll send you the link to so you can look in the show notes. I think it was really cool. Um, and I, I've been on a lot of the live streams, um, just chill live streams that we've done and stuff like that. So, um, you know, Alex, uh, listen, man, I, I'm not forcing you, but no. um, I, I definitely think that you have the potential. So, I mean, bruh, use I mean, it. I've done, yeah, I've worked on my network. I've worked on um, Mr. Uh, Taylor's network. I've, t- you know, improved yeah, the Wi-Fi. Yeah, he completely destroyed and- he completely destroyed my. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, like doing, but no, stuff he, like he that. knows a lot. And like, anytime I have internet connection issues or or you know questions, <laughs> I'll call Alex. I'm like, uh, buddy, you need to help me out here. <laughs> Actually, I I just had one this week that um, I had to call Alex and you know talk to him about. So, um, yeah, if you. Alex, actually, that's that's one thing that that um, would be good for you. I think um, I, I'm not sure how many people are out there that talk about it, but I definitely think you should make videos on more internet uh, kind of stuff. You know, I think that's that's a, that's a good cool. that's yeah. a good niche to be in. I, I like. I mean, I haven't looked much into it, but I think if you're doing tech content nowadays. You need to be specific. Dude. Like I think, yeah. I think what Taylor's doing is great. And how he's transitioned from doing kind of like everything, especially in terms of Apple, to just doing smartwatches now, mainly smartwatch content. I think it's really good, just because he's niching down. I'm still kind of trying to figure mine out, but I've kind of thought mine's a little bit more broad, I guess. But still, I think yeah. it's um, it's good yeah. to find a niche within the niche that you can cater to, because then yeah. that's if you have, long- if you have a good enough audience, then yeah, as long as you want to do it and you have the passion of talking about something, oh, man, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I I think it's I think it's really good, and it's a so it's much. a really good pastime. And yeah. someday, I mean, someday you can get money out of it. You know, <laughs> I I, I oh, personally get, get free networking gear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and I, I mean, personally like I I would love to have a stay at home job. So this this would be perfect for me. If I could get things down pat and, you know, get my subscriber count up, it would be awesome. I mean, I would love to work for YouTube and, and do that. Yeah. I mean, I've done so much to my well, yeah, network. I mean, I've, I've yeah. almost like disabled my network. I have just doing this, learning, watching videos and trying to secure my Wi-Fi, trying to not use the 2.4, but use the 5 gigahertz for the networks, uh, like toning it down because I live in a busy area where there's a lot of Wi-Fis. So trying to tone mine down so it doesn't interfere with other people and destroy mine at the same time, Uh, change the the channels, the bands, so many things. Um, It's just crazy that, you know, um, 
Wi-Fi is still an issue these days with the security. And even though WPA3 is more secure and Wi-Fi 6 is another thing, it's still going to be an ongoing issue. And, you know, and it's so easy um, just to have someone go out there and just hack it and, and just go in and take your files. And it's, it's crazy. And it's like wired is the way to go. But if you can't, and there's Wi-Fi, but there's so many vulnerabilities vulnerabilities on that too. It's like, I'm also worried about that. So it's like, I'm always yeah. trying to make my own little thing uh, here. Yeah, for improve sure. It. So, I mean, maybe that is something that I'll go into. Maybe, you know, I'll learn more about it and network security and stuff like that. I can even get you know, a job into that. I mean, I, you know, and I keep so. telling you, man, like I honestly, I never thought I would. Like, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, I never thought I would either. And you know what? All the years, ever since I was a kid, I was always obsessed with phones, like all the, all the new cell phones and stuff like that. And, I mean, look at me now. You know, I, I never thought that I would become a YouTuber and, you know, make videos and talk about technology and all this other stuff. So um, it, it now that I think about it, though, it makes sense, you know? So, yeah. Um, but uh, anything else you guys want to say, or should we wrap up here? Be it um, it's good for me. Thanks again a lot, Alex, for for joining us for today's episode. It was great to hear your your thoughts and and just to have you on and have a great conversation with you. It was great. Thank you for having me, Taylor, and Taylor as well, always. Thank you for for <laughs> co-hosting. You, no, and thank no you problem. myself for being for being an entertaining <laughs> Thank you, Benji, because of that. Myself on the back. <laughs> I but mean, listen, as always, Benji, yeah, without you, this this show would be absolutely nothing. I mean, it wouldn't be what it is. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> even even though I have to sacrifice well, not sacrifice sleep. I, I'm up until this time anyway. But like even though I have to be up at two at two AM sometimes recording episodes. But it's it's still great. As always, everybody who's listening or watching, if you want to follow me, Taylor, Alex, links will be in the description as well as uh, or show notes and as well as all of the links of the articles that we used for this episode. Um and yeah, this was episode forty. Forty. Can't it's oh been- my god. Episode 40 of the Tech Unlock Podcast. Damn. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. I See think. you guys. Have a great week. Yeah.